Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I am joined once again by my friend Bryn. Hi, Bryn. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Feels so good to be back. <laughs> I'm really excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking about gratefulness. Yeah. And this is a topic that I think is super important. I feel like I say this at the beginning of every podcast. <laughs> I mean, they all are, so. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Um, boy, this is a good topic because I feel like gratefulness, um, a lot of things stem from gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And we really need to um, be more mindful of how we practice gratefulness and um and I, there's a really big movement right now. We're seeing a lot of uh, social media influencers, a lot of motivational speakers, a lot of business people, a lot of CEOs talk more about more and more about gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a reason for that. I think people are starting to catch on that this is a really powerful tool and habit um, to have, mm-hmm. right? 100%. Have you seen that kind of happening in our, in our world? Definitely. And... Once I started listening to podcasts, I kind of started hearing like all of these like entrepreneurs and CEOs, like you said, like just always talking about, you know, like gratitude and, um, and once they started being more grateful for the things that they already had, then the more things came into their life. And mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, if they're saying it, then it has to be true. And then once you start to apply it to your own life, you realize it is true. So yeah, there's got to be something to it if all these major CEOs and super successful people are saying something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're, I'm, you know, I can say, well, I guess I shouldn't say I know because I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. um, That's all right. As long as you feel like a millionaire, then right. you're on your way. So one of the, um, I wanted to start this topic off with a quote that I read just today, actually. Um, it is from Brother David Steindelrass, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He is an Austrian monk born mm-hmm. in 1926, and he spent his teen years under Nazi occupation. Um, he went on to uh, go to school and study art and philosophy and psychology, and he has been a monk his, uh, his whole life since then. And uh, he has this really beautiful quote that says, if you are grateful, you are not fearful. If you are not fearful, you are not violent. If you are grateful, you will act out of a sense of enough and not out of a sense of scarcity. You are willing to share. If you are grateful, you are enjoying the differences in people and are respectful to everybody. And that changes this power pyramid in the world we live. And it doesn't make for equality, but it makes for equal respect. And that's the important thing. And when I read that, uh, earlier today, or actually I didn't read it. I saw it as part of a TED talk, which I will link in the show notes that really spoke to me because it's really, to me, every time that I watch the news and I see all the violence going on in places like Yemen, for example, and all the famine that they're having Mm -hmm. as the cause of all this violence and all this war, um, it makes me grateful for the life that I have, Mm -hmm. but it also makes me feel, um, helpless because I feel like I can't do anything to help those people and to change the world. And Mm -hmm. there's only so much money that I can give Mm -hmm. and I can't physically go over there and, and help these people. Right. Um, but changing our world can be as simple as practicing gratefulness every Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. That to me, I just thought was completely mind blowing. Yeah. You know, it's so true though. It really is. Uh, So this, you know, if we, if we break down this quote, if you're grateful, you're not fearful. Mm -hmm. And that, just that one line alone 
to me was very uh, impactful because we, when we act out of fear, it's usually negative and yep. it's, and, and violent. Mm-hmm. And when we are grateful, we don't we're not fearful, right? Because we 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 behave with more peace and more understanding, more gratitude, more happiness. Yep. So just naturally, we dissolve all that fear and all that violence. Mm-hmm. And if we are not fearful, we are not violent. So that completely made sense to me. And if you are grateful, you will act out of out of a sense of enough. Mm-hmm. And usually, um, I've talked about this before, like on my Instagram stories and uh, with other people, where there's this mentality for the longest time that I've seen where a lot of people um, seem to think that there is not enough in the world. There's yep. not enough scarcity money. mindset. Yeah, that there's not enough money, there's not enough food, there's not enough jobs. Mm -hmm. And that sense of scarcity makes everybody, um, it makes all these negative emotions come out. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes fear come out. Yep. And then again, you go back to, you know, earlier in the quote, when you act out of fear, you act violent. Mm -hmm. People, um, I've had conversations with people when they say, you know, there's not enough jobs. These immigrants are taking our, these illegal immigrants are taking Mm -hmm. our jobs. And um, which again is just not true. If you look at you know all the all our all of our uh, data and, and facts, that's mm-hmm. just not true. But that sense of there's not enough, there's not enough, and if someone's going to take it from me, and yeah. I can't share what I have because there's not enough, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be enough for me uh, or my family. Um, but when you're grateful, you will act out of a sense of that there is enough, and not out of a sense of scarcity, and that and you'll you'll be willing to share. Right. Um, and funny enough, I went from this quote to listening to another uh, really interesting man. His name is David uh, Meltzer, and some of you might know him, especially if you're into sports. He's I really, love him. You do? You yeah, I him? actually okay. do know his podcast. I didn't know about him, but I've just been obsessed with all his every uh, all of his talks. Mm-hmm. He's very insightful. Yeah. And this is a man who has made millions and millions and millions of dollars, and then he lost it all, and then he gained it all back, and yep. he's just like on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he talks a lot about gratefulness as well and, and other really um, good qualities to have. And he says the same thing. Um, basically, a lot of the same things as this, um, as Brother David um, Steinelras, where he says, um, you have to act, act out of gratitude, and then you will have uh, more and mm-hmm. more and more. And yep. he talks about giving away everything you have, yep. and that, and you're, you'll actually get everything back. Mm-hmm. And he's like a living uh, proof of that type of mentality yeah so i would urge all of you guys to go check out those two people and i'm going to actually um link those talks in the show notes for everyone to go watch but i just thought they just made my day so much better because this is something that um i've been well in my instagram stories um i i uh, mentioned the other day how i've been thinking a lot about gratitude and just being mindful and then to to see two very different people that are extremely successful one financially and one you know with, he has inner success because he's just at, at peace with um who he is and and with the world and just um you know practices gratefulness every day and is adding so much goodness to the world it, to see them be living examples of two very different aspects of of gratefulness mm-hmm. i just thought was so um validating to all the feelings i've been having surrounding you know, being more grateful and just practicing, practicing it every single day. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I want to, I want to get your, your thoughts on this topic, Bryn. I mean, that's like the number one thing that I've been like focusing on now in my life because I have 
gotten to a point where, you know, like I quit my job uh, over a year ago and just kind of went full force into trying to just make a living from, you know, like my Instagram or like just by doing like odds and ends things. And I started to slip into the scarcity mindset because, you know, I was down to my last dollar in my savings. I was racking up my credit cards and I just started to get really scared because I was like, where am I going to go? Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make money? Um, I don't have like enough money to pay my mortgage next month. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I started to read like the books about like, you know, gratitude and spirituality and all that stuff. And it completely, I did like a 180 overnight. Like I just, I was like, why am I, if I'm thinking this way, then that's all I'm going to attract because I, I had already believed in like the law of attraction and listened to Abraham Hicks and all that. But I still somehow, I don't know, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. But once I actually started to mentally switch my mindset to being grateful, if I started to feel like scared, like, oh, fuck, like, what am I going to do? Um, I have to pay my mortgage. I would switch to being grateful for the fact that I already have a house and just like anything, just you can be grateful for anything. I'm grateful for my dogs. Like I'm grateful for having a hot shower. I'm grateful for having food, like just small things like that. You just have to be more aware of what you already have and be thankful for it than constantly be thinking of things you don't have and having a scarcity mindset. And so it's changed my life. Like I still don't have like a steady income, but I'm not scared of it. Like I'm, I'm grateful for what I already have and what like what random things have like flowed into my life. And I'm just like, oh, what a coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence. It's because I'm being grateful and I don't have a scarcity mindset. And so like things have been like working out and it's just, it's just awesome to see like when you actually really take it serious and can physically change your mind to be thankful instead of having scarcity thoughts, how the world just like, changes and you just align with the universe because the universe isn't working against you or conspiring conspiring against you Mm -hmm. so yeah there's actually um real data that talks about um when you change your mindset to be grateful how that literally impacts your health Mm -hmm. right which is one aspect of like aligning with the universe Mm -hmm. and and starting to see all these quote-unquote coincidences Mm -hmm. um there's actual i know that there i can't remember the exact name of of the um doctors that have done this this research but um just earlier today i i um learned of another study where this doctor has literally studied how having feelings of uh gratefulness and empathy and happiness how it literally physically impacts your health Mm -hmm. it impacts um it improves your cardiovascular system functions it improves your nervous system functions Mm -hmm. and that in turn creates a real um changes to your health Mm -hmm. which in turn create uh impacts your emotions Mm -hmm. and your thoughts and your feelings and then you lead in your life, you know, you, you, you step out with a bigger, um, or happier disposition and, and you start creating this ripple effect because you're, uh, you're responding in a, in a happier way to everyone you meet and Mm -hmm. you're responding in a, in a happier way, um, and a, in a less stressed out way when you do meet situations that are stressful. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really interesting to see how something that 
habit that you know is maybe not easy to form but simple Mm -hmm. to form yeah it's just a matter of repetition and practicing and being mindful of it definitely um for something as as a short period as like 30 days Mm -hmm. i think um actually david uh, Meltzer talked about this where you can practice being grateful every single day for 30 days Mm -hmm. and after those 30 days, you'll notice a big change in your life. Yep. But most people can't do that. Yeah. They can't, they can't, they can't say, you know, thank you or I'm grateful at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't usually make it past day three. Yeah. And it's easy to see why with all that's going on around you. Yeah. Right? If you, if you're, you're working a really um, intense job and, and also if you add to that going to school or if you add to that having kids, it's really, um, Oh, and then adding, of course, the social media press- pressures, the right. peer pressures, the family pressures. We get lost in our own, in our own world, mm-hmm. our own personal worlds. So then you can't think of something, you know, as simple as, oh, I'm actually really grateful that I had that I have hot running water during this winter, right? And I have a warm bed and I don't have to sleep on the street. Yep. Um, Those are the two things I tell myself I'm grateful for every single day. Every day that I wake up now. I'm thankful that I have my bed and every single time I shower, I try to be mindful and thankful that I have hot running water to take a shower because there are so many people that don't have that and it seems stupid, but it's, it's not like if you were put in a situation where you didn't have a hot shower, Mm -hmm. you would be miserable. And it's like that one little thing that you get to experience every single day that seems like it's nothing is a big deal to somebody that doesn't have that Mm -hmm. so I always try to those two things that you just mentioned try to be thankful for every day and just having running water yeah clean running water uh we were just talking about before we started recording about um this company uh charity water who if you guys are not familiar with it even though it's such a huge company if you're not familiar with it uh what they do is they provide clean drinking water to people uh, in areas of the world that do that don't, don't have access to clean water and as a result of this um, have rampant disease in their in their country because mm-hmm. you know they have to first of all they have to go walk um, many many miles to get the clean water and it's usually the kids that go out and have to get the water which means that they don't get to go to school because they're spending six hours of their day just going back and forth to get clean water mm-hmm. um, so they don't get to school then they they don't become literate um, and that, of course, impacts your whole life. Imagine being the age you are, not knowing how to read or write. Right. You would not be who you are. Mm-hmm. You would not have any success mm-hmm. or it'd be extremely difficult for you to have success mm-hmm. just because, you know, you need to go out and get this clean water. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't even make it to clean water. They just go to get dirty water yeah. out of, you know, a river or something. Any water they can get. Any water they can get. And then they cook with it mm-hmm. and then they get sick from it. Yeah. And they end up dying because, you know, the disease is just so rampant in, the, in these waters. Um, so having just access to clean water is the biggest, you know, blessing there is. And it's something that's so simple that we take for granted. Definitely. Because we can turn on the faucet at any time and drink some water or take a shower, wash our hands. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one thing that I'm, that I'm trying to be more mindful of being grateful for, because how many times a day do you access clean water? Right. You know, in your freaking toilet, you have clean water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to drink it, but it's still cleaner than what most of these people have access to. Yep. They would be like, if they saw the toilet, they would be scooping up the water. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's clear. Yeah, because this is literally, I, I, I heard the, um, the, the CEO of Charity Water um, or the founder talk about this um, as part of his book uh, sometime back. And he said that when he went 
um, on like this expedition when he first started volunteering with a, an organization that went to these areas. He he went with a team of doctors um, that helped people because you know disease is so rampant, and they and he went with doctors and surgeons and all these um, this medical staff, and he was kind of just documenting everything that was happening, and he saw that there was a really big need for um, access to clean water, and the water that these people did have was like it was um it was chunky it was like it was like um viscous you know what i mean it, it wasn't clear thin water it was like think of it as, as like muddy but it's not just mud there's all kinds of disgusting things in there oh my god that's he so crazy it was water you wouldn't even give to your dog yeah you know what i mean it was um and th- this is the water that people are that's so are sad. using in in and on their bodies yeah so it's not even just water that's like a little bit mucky mm-hmm. but you're like oh this is dirt no yeah. it's it's far grosser than that yeah so it's two extremes that we're living in and this is not just like a hundred thousand people this is i think the number was seven billion people something like that it Mm -hmm. was some it was definitely a number with the with a b wow (laughs) i just thought that how can it be that many people that don't have access to something so basic wow that we you know Every time you go to the the sink to wash your hands, to get yeah. water to cook, to get water for your pets, to to use a shower, it's it, it's a lot. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I watched this documentary called Living on One Dollar. I don't know. Have I ever? Did I ever tell you about? I don't think so. Well, um, it was about these four college guys that wanted to go to I think Guatemala to um, experience life like the people did in the village. And so they figured out that most people in the village that they were staying at um, lived on $1 a day. Mm -hmm. So they basically like budgeted themselves to live on $1 a day. And um, it was crazy. Like all they were eating was like rice and black beans because that's all they could afford. Like when they could afford bananas, they were like ecstatic. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, a banana. And uh, they had to buy like lard because they weren't getting their fat source for their body. So they had to put lard like into their rice and their beans. And it was just crazy to think like how privileged I am. Like I walk across the street and go to Whole Foods and get like all these varieties of foods. And there's people that are so poor that they have to buy lard to supplement their fat content in their meals. Mm -hmm. When we're over here getting too much fat in America from everything we're eating. Like, but that's like my favorite documentary. I actually went to watch it again on Netflix last week and it's not on there anymore but it's so good like uh yeah and their water too like they go the first day they go to get water and they're looking at it like we have to drink this and it's Mm like like murky and brown and they're like all right i guess we have to drink it and uh one of the guys actually got sick and with their budget that they had he couldn't afford his medicine Mm -hmm. from um you know, the little hospital that they had in town. Mm -hmm. So I think he actually had to, I don't remember if he had to fly back home early or not, but like he, he actually got sick and couldn't afford the medicine because they were really trying to stick to their like dollar budget, but it's so good. It's just, it's just good to be able to see that people have it way worse than you. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like brings you back down to earth and that makes you grateful for what you have like watching and seeing how other people live and it was funny because all the people in the village were so happy Mm -hmm. and like they just you know they were just so nice and so giving like they would cook dinner for these like guys and they were like Mm -hmm. it's so crazy how they're so poor to us Mm -hmm. but 
they don't see life that way because they're used to it and they're just so grateful for like their family and their friends and just to be able to like see each other every day and Mm -hmm. I don't know it's it's just so humbling to see like how people with the poorest quote-unquote conditions that we see them as Mm -hmm. can be happier than we are and we have big houses and cars and and we live in excess and you think that that equals happiness Right. right yep yeah there's um well actually growing up we would go to Mexico a lot because I have a lot of family in Mexico about half of my family lives there still Mm -hmm. and um, my grandma lives in this really small um, part of town where it's actually the city where um, El Chapo was found um, and she's been there since as, as long as I can remember but it's she lives in a part of town that's really small and like um not quite remote but you know like it's a it's a whole dirt road to get there it's a long dirt road Mm -hmm. and there's just like canals and horses and all these animals running around um very like countryside but you know in mexico and um a lot of times when there would be a storm um there like the electricity would go out and we just wouldn't have electricity for a while yeah um and sometimes there if the canal didn't have enough water because they were like um it hadn't rained in sometime we wouldn't have enough water for showers or the water um the electricity went out or uh, something like that happened like we wouldn't have hot showers so we just have to bathe in cold showers wow we just have to yeah use cold water for for days and Mm -hmm. i remember thinking as a kid like oh this sucks like i want to go home i can't believe it's like just so difficult to take a shower yeah and i have to use you know this cold water in the dark because there's no electricity (laughs) and i would just be like this sucks i really want to go home and when I would get home, I'd be like, oh, this is, you know, this is so good. Like, I'm yeah. so glad to be back in my yeah. in a hot shower with a fluffy, like, towel yep. fresh out of the dryer. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, these simplest <laughs> things were, like, my favorite parts yeah. of, about, about life in that time. And But it didn't really full – it gave me some perspective, but then it would be – everything would shift again because mm-hmm. being at my grandma's house only happened, like, once a year mm-hmm. for a week. Mm-hmm. And um, outside of that – I lived in excess, even though we weren't rich, like I did have excess compared to that, especially. Mm-hmm. So it, I, it's really, um, it's kind of like heartbreaking to think that, that those few days where I had to shower in cold water in the dark, that's somebody's life mm-hmm. forever and ever from the day they're born yep. until maybe the day that they die mm-hmm. and they'll never know a hot shower. Something right. so basic that we have here in America. Yeah. So that's another thing every day now when I take a shower I'm so mindful and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my goodness for a hot shower and for you know the the fluffy towel that I get to use and for having this big like roomy bathroom and yep. having all the things that I need I have like six different types of shampoos mm-hmm. and like more than anyone could ever need you know right and it's, and it's something that's they're kind of little things because you know shampoo isn't very expensive and but to have a variety and to get to choose some people don't have soap right you know what I mean at all yeah and to, to be able to to get clean after a day mm-hmm. like that itself is is something to really be grateful for because yeah. it means that you're not going to be you know f- um you're not going to be filthy because if you if you don't get to get clean you're going to be more prone to getting diseases mm-hmm. and to getting sick yep. so it just you can really see like a snowball effect from just not having access to clean water and yeah. soap so i'm really um grateful for having the access to all of that and for and that helps give me good health so there's just so many things to be yeah to be grateful for especially like now that i have 
my baby and i'm able to give her a bath and clean water and yep. so it's like literally all these tiny little things mm-hmm. that i'm just like i'm grateful for being able to have clean laundry i'm grateful for having clean water for my baby yeah being able to buy healthy food for her mm-hmm. you know some people don't get to feed their children right and even here in america we were talking about this earlier too there's um i learned about this organization that helps really low-income families where um they don't even get to give their children three meals a day. And this is happening here in, in America, here in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. There, there's an organization that does this. They, the kids, you know, only get one meal a day and it's usually at school. Um, and outside of that, they don't really get to eat because the parents can't afford much. That's so crazy. And that's here. It's so sad. It's like we're, what, the most powerful nation in the world? I right. Think, still. In Las Vegas with all of these huge billion-dollar casinos and somehow slipping under the cracks, mm-hmm. there's kids that can't even have three meals a day yeah. because they don't have enough money. Yeah. So That's it makes sad. me so grateful that yeah. I'm not – I don't have to live, you know, that type of life, and we're just so privileged. Mm-hmm. We really are. And the thing is, is for those kids, they're, like, used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like – to them, it's not like we're sitting here like, oh, it's so sad, which it is sad, but they're used to it. And I think that's even more sad. Yeah, because that's just their norm. They don't know anything, you know, really mm-hmm. outside of that. Yeah. Um, and th- this is all not to say, too, um, that you can't have bigger goals. Right. And you can't, you know, you're not a bad person if you mm-hmm. want to drive a Maserati. Yeah. And you want to live in an eight-bedroom home. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you you know, selfish or a right. bad person. It's it's how mindful you are of the people around you. Mm-hmm. If you are living in, in excess or, or you're just lucky enough to have clean water and, and good food um, and you can give a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit of your time, yep. a little bit of your money, yeah. um, a little bit of kindness. Even. Yeah. You know, you don't have to even make it um, have anything to do with money. Just be uh, practicing gratefulness and practicing kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to create a better world for everybody. Right. Um, so it, it reminds me again of um, the, the monk that I was talking about earlier. He, he says that we get so caught up in everything around us and we're just working at this, um, we're going through our lives in such a fast paced way that we don't stop and look around ourselves mm-hmm. um, enough to be able to practice gratitude. Yeah. It's something that is so that is so simple and so valuable to our lives. Yep. So one of the big things that he he um, uh, preaches is to stop, look around you, mm-hmm. evaluate, and then go. Yeah. So he literally tells, like, in every single one of his talks, um, he, he had a talk with Oprah, and he said the same thing. He said, stop, look, then go. Mm-hmm. He said to take a time to just stop, look around your life, evaluate everything that's going on, be mindful, mm-hmm. practice gratefulness, and then go yeah um so i think that's another it's a really valuable lesson to just take a moment um to just breathe and kind of you know be aware of yeah your life. exactly and be it, more aware yeah that that awareness i think is um lacking in a lot of people i know it was in in, in my life for for a while and, mm-hmm. and it's only been in these past um like five six seven months where i've really started to 
um, become more aware of this more quickly and also start to implement change. But it's been at a very slow pace because like most other people, I'm like, go, 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 go. Like I have to work hard. I have to make money. I have to support my baby. I have mm-hmm. to do this X, Y, and Z. And then I have yeah. to take care of my family. I have to check in with them. And, you know, you just get drowned again yeah. in, in all of, and it's life. You know, it's, it, you get drowned in life happening to yeah. you. But I think this um, stopping and taking a look around, it kind of flips the switch where life is not happening to you. You are happening. You are directing your life. Right. Instead of just letting, you know, life happen to you. Yep. You're creating your own reality. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And one of the other things I wanted to mention is, um, uh, again, David Meltzer, is that how you say his I name? I think so. Okay. So he says, if you want to change your life, it's as easy as two simple words. And those words are, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he says, the best effective habit that you can have is to say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes on to talk about how um, being grateful um, is one of the biggest tools that he's learned uh, in his life that has really, um, really changed the the game the game for him. Mm-hmm. And he also talks a lot about empathy, which um, he says empathy is not sympathy because you cannot lead, you cannot feel sad enough for someone to make them happy. You can't feel sick enough for someone to make them well, and you can't be poor enough for someone to make them rich yep i've heard this one i love it yeah it's such a good talk which again i'm going to link in the show notes as well because it's just so good and he says that um empathy is forgiveness we have to forgive ourselves because we can't give what we don't have Mm -hmm. um and that reminds me again of you know practicing uh gratitude Mm -hmm. and, and being grateful um i think when you well as i've started to practice gratitude it makes me it has made me more empathetic. Mm-hmm. And again, when you become empathetic, you become more understanding and you understand um, forgiveness. And he um, also talks a lot about forgiving yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't give what you can't, um, what you don't have. Um, I have been saying that for the longest time and I've learned it through a different, a different path of um, when I first became a mom, um, I used to feel really guilty about um, doing things for myself mm-hmm. because I thought I had to give every single second of my life and my time to my baby yeah. because they do need so much from you. Right. But if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you show up for your kids? Right. Exactly. And you can apply this, you know, in any type of, um, position that you're in. If mm-hmm. you, if you're, a, if you're, a a wife or a husband yep. or a sister or a friend, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not practicing self-care, how can you show up for those that you love? Yep. So um, I feel like gratitude, um, all this stems from gratitude mm-hmm. and just being um, present and, and grateful for all the things that you that you have and focusing in on that. It teaches you empathy. It teaches you forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it gives you, um, it just gives you so much that then, that you're then able to, to give people more understanding and you're right. able to give them forgiveness yep. and you're able to give them happiness because mm-hmm. you have that now for yourself. Yeah. So I really feel like this is, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this specific topic today, because I feel like a lot of things stem from this one practice mm-hmm. and it's something that everybody can do. And it's very, you don't have to, you don't have I mean, to have any money to do it. No, you don't. You don't have to have any money, any any uh, training, any sort of education on this. You just have to know what gratitude is mm-hmm. and 
practice it. Mm-hmm. And it takes very little time. Yep. It literally takes less than a minute mm-hmm. every morning before bed every night. Yep. Two minutes of your of your day mm-hmm. every day. Everyone can do that. Right. Um, and if you don't have two minutes, you're probably lying. <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar because you do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're a liar. Um, but yeah, it's something that everybody can do. And you know, you're, you're going to get so much back. And mm-hmm. it's a really good thing to teach our children too. You definitely. I feel like... I mean, not to say that my parents like did a bad job or anything, but I feel like this wasn't, um, I feel like this should have been more emphasized Mm -hmm. in my childhood of being grateful. But what my parents did is that, um, my mom specifically, she, um, didn't grow up with much. So she focused on giving us everything, um, without us even asking or without us, like there were many times where I, I recall me and my siblings being ungrateful and just being like well i wanted this other thing that like costs more money and you got me the cheaper mm-hmm. thing and just being like a snotty kid you yeah know what i mean um and i don't know there she definitely did teach us to be grateful but i don't think it was something that we grew up with like as one of our um like as a recurring value right right you know what i mean yep and if you don't uh, emphasize it enough um especially from childhood you'll get more easily lost in life Mm -hmm. because so many things are going to come at you that um, if you don't have that as part of your foundation, you're going to have a really hard time staying true to who you should be and who you are at your core. Yeah, especially with all the other people living in the world who aren't practicing gratitude Mm -hmm. or who are already lost. Mm -hmm. So when you yourself you know, are not constantly reminded by like your parents or yourself Mm -hmm. and you start blending with people that are, you know, not grateful or just like greedy or whatever, Mm -hmm. then I mean, you're probably going to end up like that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you have to like, I feel like that's definitely true. Like if I have kids, I'm going to instill that every single day like you know tell them even when they wake up okay like write down three things you're thankful for today or something you know yeah because that would be like good to have your child be thinking that mindset from a very small age because imagine how life-changing it is now to realize it but to grow up like that I mean that'd be awesome (laughs) yeah yeah I think it would um we we would be living in a very different world Mm -hmm. if we taught our kids that from the very beginning yeah or even in school you know like they're not teaching that in school I mean maybe a little bit but not to an extent where it's like making it like a core value you know right yeah I think that's why Thanksgiving has become one of my favorite holidays because it is so much about being thankful Mm -hmm. um but I feel like, you know, one day a year is definitely not enough. This yeah. is something that needs to be done every single exactly. day. Yeah. And um, I don't know if, you know, if you've seen this, but I sure have seen all the different like gratitude journals that are coming out everywhere. I have one. Um, you do? <laughs> yeah. There's one um, specifically that I'm thinking of um, that had, that was created by Rachel Hollis, who's mm-hmm. doing like really awesome things. She has a great podcast. She's mm-hmm. a great writer and she, her career's like on fire Is right that the now. girl? wash your face yeah okay girl wash your face i still need to watch or read that book yeah so she she's she's amazing she's just like on on fire and you can you can hear in her voice and even through her writing Mm -hmm. you can you can see how grateful she is and how she's walking the walk yeah and 
Um, and so she has these journals, though, that she that she started as a as a way to give everybody everybody a tool to practice gratitude and to change their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the journals they're not they're not super expensive, but they're not cheap either. They're yeah. about $24, $25 a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just this little journal that has pre-written words on there that say, today I'm, I am grateful for one, two, three, and mm-hmm. you list three things. Um, and it's just a tool to kind of get you in the habit of, of, um, of creating a, a habit of gratitude. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like an amazing idea, but some people don't have $25 to spend on a journal. Right. You can literally go buy a 99 cent journal yep. at the dollar store <laughs> and just write it out yourself today yep. every, and make it a habit every yep. day. I am grateful for mm-hmm. XYZ. Yep. Um, you know, if you have more than three things to be grateful for that day, awesome. Write it down. Yep. And it seems like such a simple thing. You can think, you know, I'll just think I'm grateful for it and I don't have to go buy anything. Yeah. Um, which would be awesome if mm-hmm. we had the discipline some discipline already yep. you know where we can we can be we can remember every single day to do this but what i love about having a journal do you want to take a take a break no okay um <laughs> what i love about having a journal is that you can have this physical item next to your uh your bed you know have it on your nightstand or um on your kitchen kitchen counter where you go every morning to get your breakfast somewhere visible that you're going to see it every day a yep. couple times a day and make make the actual notes hold a pen in your hand mm-hmm. be be present and like these physical tools help you be more present and physically write it down yeah and then you'll be you'll be able to see physically the things that you're grateful for Mm -hmm. right and you'll be able to see your list and think the more lists you make with each new day the more you'll see wow this journal is full of things that i'm grateful for i have so much to be grateful for so it's really just a great tool and it has it's as simple as just writing it down on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. you know if you don't can't go to the 99 cent store grab a piece of paper from your printer right a napkin yeah you know whatever uh tear off a piece of a magazine and write over it in mm-hmm. marker you know what i mean yeah but make your your list and write down the three things that you're grateful for um you could even write it down on your phone if you wanted to yeah but there you know there is something about having that journal and then having it filled up mm-hmm. at the end of you know a month or two and yeah just seeing all the things and physically being able to flip through it and, and see wow this is a lot yeah when you see it in that context you're like wow it, it's, it really makes an impact. Yeah, like what do I have to complain about? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah, I just have found that like practicing gratitude and being grateful and being thankful. Um, I mean, first of all, it makes you in a better mood because when you're not thinking of scarcity and you're thinking of abundance, you feel happy and joyful. So I think that it's easier when, you know, something goes wrong in your life or somebody says something mean or makes a nasty comment online. It's easier to either just ignore it Mm -hmm. or to respond back with love, which then like just diminishes the hatefulness. Mm -hmm. So I found that ever since I started kind of like slipping into, you know, being more grateful that I just... I just never, ever, ever respond to people like online that say like mean things. I am just so nice back to them. And almost every single time, like, especially if it's like a DM and somebody's being nasty and I just like, I'm like, I hope you have a, like, I hope you have a better day mm-hmm. with a heart or something. They respond back like the next day and they're like, I'm really sorry. Like I was just having a bad day. I don't even know why I said that. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you, but if I were to respond back with, Hey, it would just, 
keep going and mm-hmm. then we would both feel like shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like if you can just stop it and put it out and mm-hmm. send them love like there's nothing they can do to keep it going yeah i mean even if they keep trying just keep being nice or i mean if they just keep on going then obviously just like block them or something yeah but that'll like resonate with them probably for the rest of the day and they'll be thinking why is she like so happy even when I was being mean like oh Mm -hmm. I could probably be like that too and it's just like you were saying earlier it's like a ripple effect once you start acting out of gratitude when other people see that then you'll change their life as well and like the world needs that like that conscious like wake up call you know yeah there's I feel like it's definitely hard for someone to keep being nasty to you Mm -hmm. if you're genuinely being nice right and not just being like um passive aggressive Mm -hmm. or being um like what's the word um ironically nice I Mm -hmm. guess you know where you're like oh yeah well have a nice day literally like you know what I hope you have a nice day. Yeah. Whatever you're going through that's, you know, that that's leading you to, to lash out at me because mm-hmm. we don't know each other. Right. And yet you're, you feel the need to, you know, send this, this type of message. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry for whatever's happening in your yeah. life, but I really genuinely wish that you have a better day. Right. Um, and that something great happens to you so that you can experience the happiness that I'm experiencing. Yep. It's really hard for them to be like, well, you're an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. It's irrational. Mm-hmm. And as humans, you know, we 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 tend to not do things that are irrational right i mean there's still a lot of things that we do that are completely rational and idiotic (laughs) but generally we try not to do things that are irrational so Mm -hmm. when you respond that way people are like okay well it doesn't make sense for me to keep attacking her if she's like rolling over and being being nice nice." yeah i mean so yeah it just leads you it leads me back to how gratefulness can change the world Mm -hmm. as as um as uh brother david uh steinelrass said when you know you're not when you're being grateful you're not going to be acting out of fear and think of somebody think of the of somebody that's always ask, always acting out of fear mm-hmm. if they're always afraid they're always going to feel negative mm-hmm. they're always going to think people are getting out to are out there to get them yep that bad things are going to happen to them mm-hmm. so of course when you interact with that person it's not going to be a good experience right but if you're grateful then you're not going to be afraid anymore. Mm-hmm. And if somebody comes at you with something ne- negative, you're going to you're going to be coming at them from a sense of uh compassion yeah. and empathy. Mm-hmm. And even if you experience if they're bringing these negative uh feelings at you, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to dissolve them. Yep. Just like that because you're already in that in that position where you're like I understand, mm-hmm. you know, that you're going through something negative mm-hmm. or that you're feeling something negative. Or you know this the, something negative just happened to you. Mm-hmm. Let me um, be sympathetic, uh, or yeah, let me be sympathetic, or let me um, see how I can help help you out. Just because I feel like there is enough, and I can share my happiness because mm-hmm. there's enough happiness to go around. Right. Or I can share a meal with you because there's enough you know food to go around. Yeah. Okay, so at least in my experience, anytime that I've given my time or my money to somebody with no strings attached, mm-hmm. it's never led to anything bad. It's right. always been such a good experience. Yep. Um, so I feel like when you come at situ- these uh, situations in life where you're really giving out of just, you're in that mindset of there's enough for everybody, Yeah. right? Enough time, money, food, everything. And you really practice that. 
only good things come from that. Mm -hmm. I've never, um, or any time that I've donated my time or my money or helped somebody out Mm -hmm. unconditionally, it's only been good. Right. It makes you feel good to help other people. Yeah. Where you, where we trip ourselves up is when we think, okay, I'm going to go do this, um, charity event, or I'm going to go, I'm going to give this person, I'm going to loan them some money, or I'm going to give them some money, or I'm going to help out my friend. I'm going to help them move, but then they're going to owe me one. Mm-hmm. And then you start setting Expecting. yourself up. Yeah. yeah. You start setting yourself up for, for, uh, for disappointment mm-hmm. because maybe the person doesn't have time to get you back, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, but if you're, if you're real friends, mm-hmm. you'll understand that they need your help. Right. And that just naturally at some point, they'll probably end up helping you out too. Exactly. They're a friend of yours. Yeah. And that's not to say, you know, you should always help every single person, even if the person never reciprocates your behavior. Right. Um, then maybe evaluate that person and say, how do I feel when I'm around this person? Mm-hmm. If, I, if you're always helping them, but all they give you is negativity. Yep maybe you shouldn't be around that person. Right. Maybe you should reevaluate, you know, your circle of friends. Mm-hmm. However, if it's a person that you've helped out many times, but they've never had time to help you, but they're always adding joy and beauty and happiness to your life, mm-hmm. then it's probably still worth it to help them out because right. they're giving you something back yep. just in a different form. Exactly. You know, so, but going in with no expectations and just giving out of um, just generosity, mm-hmm. just, it, it creates a feeling of, um, of more abundance right and it gives you the pleasure of being able to help somebody that can't do anything for you mm-hmm. or might not do anything for you what is that saying um oh i can't think of what it what it is exactly i'm gonna google it because i really want to <laughs> i really want to share it if you have no expectations you know then you can't be disappointed that's like you know when i go feed the homeless i'm not expecting anything back to the to where if they don't give me anything back i'm going to be disappointed i'm doing it because i want to and because it makes me feel good to make other people feel good so it's like if you are giving only because you expect something in return then you are going to set yourself up for disappointment for sure okay so i found the quote And it goes, you can easily judge the character of a man by how he treats those who can do nothing for him. Mm -hmm. That I... It is true. Yeah, I've I've had that in the back of my mind for the longest time. And from time to time, it pops up when I meet someone new. And I think about this and I'm like, hmm, it really, it's very true. Mm -hmm. It's a really good... um, tool to have you know in the back of your mind when you're trying to evaluate somebody Mm -hmm. yeah and another thing is like I feel like I feel like you can tell when you are giving to somebody if they are like receiving with good intentions or I don't know how to say that Mm -hmm. but like if you're giving to somebody that can't give anything back to you, you know if they're genuinely thankful or not mm-hmm. and not just taking advantage of you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I mean, obviously don't just like, I mean, give your time if you can or give your money if you can, but you also have to realize if somebody's just draining you of your energy and your time and your money as well because, I mean, I still say give anyways because – that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I've been in situations where I've known I was being taken advantage of, but I didn't care because I still felt like I wanted to be the giving person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, eventually, you know, you have to take care of yourself first. So. Yeah, because, you know, we circle back to you can't give what you can't have. Mm-hmm. Or another way to say that, another popular quote, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yep. 
um, which reminds me of all these topics that I want to talk about when it comes to social media (laughs) and being a social media influencer, which we're going to talk about in another episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is very, uh, these topics are very much linked to practices in the social media world and, and, and giving and, you know, trying to sell products with not the best intentions. Yeah. So it's really important. I can't emphasize it enough to practice gratitude and be, um, it just, it, it helps you arrive at a place that offers you more clarity and you're able to go in your life and, and walk about in your life with, with more clarity and with a, a better sense of understanding mm-hmm. and, um, and more empathy. And when you have those things, everything just improves and you don't just improve your own life. You improve the lives of so many others because you're giving them the same, um, those same tools that you're sharing. You, you might not know it, they might not know it, but you're, you're giving them those tools Mm -hmm. so that they can do that with their lives as well. And it might take them some time to learn, but you're planting those seeds in their lives. So really it's, it's the best thing that we can do is, um, is just to practice gratitude. It, It blows my mind that something so simple can affect people thousands of miles away mm-hmm. in war-torn countries you mm-hmm. know where um where they're acting out of violence and out of fear mm-hmm. um i like to believe that people are not just evil just because they're evil and they're born that way right i think it's a it's as a result of this culmination of negative bad experiences mm-hmm. that has turned them this way yeah 100 you know? i agree so if we can start practicing more gratitude and trying and, and starting to dissolve all those uh the memories of, of all those negative experiences and instead turn them into something that is that can be turned into um an experience of uh of a learning experience where we can add more we can draw the uh, positivity out of it and mm-hmm. share that instead that's going to create a lot of change in the yeah. world. And we think, okay, well, I'm just like, you know, one person, like, and I'm already said 7 billion people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> said 7 billion people. Exactly. Yeah. There's imagine if every single one of us threw a piece of trash into the street every day. Yep. We think we're just one person, but if we all did it, what would our world look like? This is so funny because just yesterday um we ran out of water in our like water filter thing Mm -hmm. and it's like the big five gallon dispenser and i was like oh you know if you just take it right to sprouts or whole foods uh you can just fill up like a couple gallons in it and that'll last us till tomorrow when we get our delivery Mm -hmm. mason was like uh well i was just gonna run up to the gas station and get like a gallon jug and i was like well yeah but why like waste plastic if you can just go and just fill it up and he was like Oh, he was like, oh, bae, I don't think that one uh, gallon of, one plastic gallon is going to, you know, change the world. And I was like, said seven billion people. And he was like, yeah, that's true. And he was like, you you always make me a better person. And And he was like, but seriously, though, I don't think that if, you know, like just this one time I go get the plastic. And I was like, well, honestly, it's not even really just about that either like oh well just this one time i'll do it it's like if you can avoid it why not like me personally like i feel like it makes me feel guilty when i know i can like do some do better but i don't because just the convenience or whatever Mm -hmm. so for me it's not even just about like oh it's just one more plastic thing it's like 
I personally don't want to contribute to that. So I'm not going to if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how I got onto this topic, but <laughs> no, that I, mean, I feel like that's all. That's all. Connected. Oh, because the one one be one less person or one more person, you know, yeah, be one more person that's adding gratitude and and love and happiness yes into the world that's yeah that's what and i was if, yeah <laughs> if, we, if we all did it you can see that we know with so many different examples if we if say let's go extreme say you killed one person a day mm-hmm. and everybody else followed we'd all be dead in like a week right, right? yep <laughs> oh my god so yeah there's that that's a type wrong type of mindset thinking you know oh well i can't do something because i'm just the one person Mm -hmm. or i can't make that big of an impact so what does it really matter but the other side of this too is the habit getting into the habit of doing this and holding yourself accountable right yep getting into the habit of practicing gratitude imagine say you live what's the average lifespan right now say 70 years old is it that i think it it might be less although what that's crazy i think it's like somebody said that um we're gonna start living to like 120 some odd years oh but how are we gonna do that when we're eating mcdonald's every day (laughs) right i think for americans it's a lot lower than that right now but um it's just say for example that the average lifespan is 70 years Mm -hmm. think if you said something out of gratitude to to one person a day Mm -hmm. right over 70 years Mm -hmm. how many days would that be how many notes of gratitude would that be right you know 365 days a year yeah for 70 years i wish i could do that math off the top of my head yeah i can't do it either but it's like two oh god i don't know i think it's two hundred thousand <laughs> something right Maybe? i i don't i don't even want to attempt because i have yeah i think it is <laughs> but think about all the 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 uh repercussions of that all mm-hmm. the, the the positive repercussions of that think about not only the happiness that someone is going to experience from receiving your note of gratitude or your words of, of gratitude and kindness mm-hmm. also think of the example that your children are going to see right of you expressing this every single day mm-hmm. the example that your coworkers are going to see yep. that your friends are going to see oh mm-hmm. Brynn is always being so she's always so grateful and she's yeah. always you know giving me these uh compliments you know um every week mm-hmm. and uh all your circle of friends are going to start noticing yep. that and saying that. And then they're going to be, they're going to notice that you're always happy and mm. you're always grateful. It's going to rub off on them. It's going to rub off. Mm-hmm. It's just going to, it's just going to happen. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to try to f- change anybody. Right. Because you're doing that. Yep. And they're seeing that you're over here vibrating at a higher frequency. Yes. And just being happy, even though things aren't going exactly as you planned. Mm-hmm. But that happy, happiness is contagious. Right everybody there's a whole documentary about happiness and i think it's still on netflix and when they talk to all sorts of different people around the world Mm -hmm. people that are extremely poor people that have made tens and uh, or hundreds even hundreds of millions of dollars and then given it all given it all up um the one thing that they all have in common is that they just want to be happy yep and um, i feel like that's the core uh human emotion that everybody is like looking for constantly you know yeah we just don't know how to find it yeah and they ask people uh on the street just randomly you know what do you if you could have anything right now what, what would you want to happen in your life i would want to be a millionaire mm-hmm. why so that i could have money and have a good life mm-hmm. and but why mm-hmm. oh so that i could you know help take care of my family and i could be um 
I could give them some happiness. Mm-hmm. And it's just like everything always led back to happiness. Yep. That and it's feeling. something that you can't buy. Yep. Um, and I think somebody said that you can rent, you can rent happiness, <laughs> but, but, you know, being able to create um, happiness for yourself, it really comes from within. Yes. And sure, you know, it's wonderful to have all these um, material things that would make your life easier. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't have that, or if you're trying to arrive at that, you can arrive at that through you know, trying to take advantage of everybody and trying to, to be um, this sharky salesman and like forcing people to give you their money. Right. Or you can arrive to, to it um, at, by, by building something good and having a community around you mm-hmm. that loves you and supports you mm-hmm. because of the goodness that you're providing. Because think about it, when you get to the end of your goal or you get near your goal of of say earning 10 million dollars mm-hmm. right and then you buy yourself um a boat mm-hmm. and you want to go out on the sea and go cruise around with your friends mm-hmm. if you got there in a negative way what kind of friends are you going to have right you're going to have type of i know people i have friends that do very very well for themselves and make millions of dollars a year mm-hmm. and they're very aware that their their circle of friends that they usually hang out with are just taking advantage of them Mm -hmm. and that every time they go out and I've had these conversations with them, they go out to these clubs and they spend thousands of dollars on, on, on champagne, other alcohol, and Mm -hmm. they give him the bill. Yeah. And it's like, like it's no big deal. Right. And you know, he's more than happy to provide all these things for his friends. Right. He, he also understands that they're not really great friends. Yes. And it's really tricky. Friends with, somewhat bad intentions (laughs) yeah but imagine you know getting there with with good friends that want to see you succeed Mm -hmm. that are genuinely happy for you yeah and that are not there to take Mm -hmm. because it's one thing to have friends there that are gonna take and one thing to have friends there that are gonna gonna celebrate with you right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and then another thing is if you if you think about if, if if you were to have all the money in the world and all the things in the world, you could buy whatever you wanted, mm-hmm. right? If you could buy a plane and travel to Jamaica to the best resort mm-hmm. or some other resort, the best resort in the world, but you couldn't take anybody, any of your friends or family with you, mm-hmm. or you couldn't tell any anybody about yeah, it. Yeah, no social media posts. Exactly. You couldn't brag about it to anybody. Mm-hmm. You would think, okay, well... Is that really going to make you happy? Exactly. Would you be happy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine sitting in a huge yacht Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the French Riviera by yourself. Right. And you can't share anything on social media. Mm -hmm. No posting about how fancy your yacht is. So true. That's. Would you be happy? Yeah. That's a good perspective. A good way to look at, you know, like when you say you want all these things to make you happy, it's like, but is that really what you want? Or is that just what you think you want so you can post about it on social media to brag to other people you know so that is just a little bit of my perspective that I wanted to offer um and personally I've been practicing gratitude every moment that I get and I find myself now that the more that I do it the more I'm kind of jolted into it randomly throughout the day mm-hmm. it's not even so much of a of like a um a reminder or I was reminding myself in the morning every day to do it and every day at night to do it mm-hmm. um but now throughout the day, um, I hear someone's conversation as I'm like in the grocery store or running an errand and they say, you know, 
how their family member is sick or this or that and all these little instances now that i see that really um jolt me into wow my mom's not sick i'm so lucky to have a mom that's healthy Mm -hmm. and that i can talk to every day i can call her because she's Mm -hmm. still here you know some people don't have their moms anymore Mm -hmm. um and it's just like there's just so many opportunities yeah so many so um you could really fill up a journal easily so definitely I would encourage everyone get your journal mm-hmm. I, i'm curious to know Bryn, where's your journal from um i got mine on amazon it's called count your rainbows count your rainbows it's cool too because it's not um like every page is like a different like activity mm-hmm. um that like kind of makes you think a little bit so yeah. i really like it Um, So Count Your Rainbows is the name of the journal that Bryn has. And if you follow her on social media, which she is at Bryn Amber Lee Mm -hmm. across all platforms, um, especially on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. You can add the book. She's going to add the book um, into her stories. And then you guys can just swipe up to get the link to that journal. Yeah. Um, And there's a bunch of them. So again, there's different price points um, for whatever, you know, gratitude practice book that you want to you want to buy. And again, just to reiterate the fact that you do not need to have money to start this practice. Mm -hmm. You can use any piece of paper, go to the dollar store, Mm -hmm. buy a journal and just start there. Don't make, you know, don't stop giving yourself excuses. You can start right now Mm -hmm. in this moment and take any piece of paper near you and then just add it to your journal later. But start today and after 30 days, go through and see all the great things that you have Mm -hmm. to be... um, you know, uh, grateful about in your life mm-hmm. and it's going to put your whole life in, in such perspective. Yeah. And when you start working from that place of gratitude, you're just going to see all the wonderful things that are going to come, come into your life. Yeah. And you're going to be so glad that you started this practice Yep. and you're going to have a new awesome habit that then you can share with everybody else. So mm-hmm. really there's no reason to, do, to not do it. Right. <laughs> and a friendly reminder, since everybody seems to forget about this, there's this thing called a library and you can get a free library card and you can go and rent books for free (laughs) all the time and it's pretty awesome so that's what I do for pretty much all my books some of them I can't find like on the library like database at all and I'm like dang it I'm gonna have to buy that now but for the most part like the big ones like power now and like all Mm -hmm. that stuff that's like life-changing and like makes you practice gratitude a lot more frequently and reminds you to be grateful um those you can pretty much always find at the library i have something uh well two things first of all since you reminded me that libraries exist Mm -hmm. (laughs) i went and got a library card not even kidding the last time that you and i met for coffee yeah literally i left from the coffee shop down the street to the library i got a card and i got a bunch of books Mm -hmm. um a bunch of the ones i wanted were not um in stock but Mm -hmm. i'm about to blow your mind here you can request it and they'll bring it from another library or they'll buy one they really will i was wondering i was like there has to be a way that i can like ask them to start carrying this book because they'll buy one and then it has to like be approved so i think she told me it can take up to like two months or something but if another library awesome right but if another library has it in like your your county Mm -hmm. they'll request it and it'll be there like in two days well yeah i knew that like they would pull from other libraries but like there's some of the books that i type in and like it it's just not even in the database at all and i'm like yeah yeah so when that's the case they can order you a copy and i just thought that was like so brilliant i know okay 
we need to invest more in libraries. They're such a good service. Seriously. So, you know, when everybody has a library, so, I mean, hopefully, right? Yeah. I think so. I hope so. Um, so go make use of your libraries. And yeah. I even get libraries for my toddler. So mm-hmm. um, libraries for my toddler. <laughs> I even get... I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, yep. She has a bunch of libraries. <laughs> I knew um, what you meant. <laughs> I even get uh, books for oh. my toddler uh, at the library. So... There's books for everybody on there, and it's just such a cool place. Yeah. Love libraries. It is. All right. Well, I think that's all we have to share for today on this topic, but be sure to look out for the other posts that we will be creating on gratitude and social media and um, a bunch of other fun ones that we have coming up where hopefully we can inspire you guys and give you guys these um, this information to create these these habits and these tools that are just gonna you know do so much good in the world and and, and benefit your life and the life of your loved ones so i hope you guys um take away a lot of goodness from this and be sure to reach out to us on social media if you have any questions um i will link all of bryn's information in the show notes and if you want to hear another conversation that i had with bryn on the podcast here go back and uh, listen to episode one. She was my first guest ever and that was a really good talk. So, um, and also her, all her uh, social media channels are listed in the show notes on that episode as well. So thank you, Bryn, for talking to me today. Yes. 